Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. Just a couple quick things before we get started this week. First of all, I wanted to let you all know that my run on one-shot playing Ryutama is now over, so if you want to listen to that in its entirety, you should hop on over to the One-Shot Podcast and check it out. It was a lot of fun, and I hope that you enjoy it. Second of all, we don't have a lunch on today's episode. We are out of our backlog, unfortunately, and did not have time to record one before this episode was supposed to come out. And it's coming out late as it is, and I didn't want to delay it any longer. So, unfortunately, this episode will have to go lunchless. All that being said, that's all we have to say. So, let's get into this. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Eve stood off against Magenta, Rain, and Aziza the Great, in a great duel to prove which tower is the tallest in all of creation. Meanwhile, Ashen Mask rushed back toward the docks with the idol of the elemental dragon of air that he'd stolen. As their escapades were sure to once again draw together, how would these complications unfold? Would anyone make it out of this completely innocent? So, Eve reaches to his side, where he keeps his fire wand and his slashing sword. It is a large dao, essentially, the kind that you might see carried by a bandit. Its blade is entirely on a single side. It is curved so that it can chop efficiently, and into the dull backside of the blade, several rings have been looped into it. He reaches for that dao, swings it around a couple of times, and poses himself, ready to fight you at the Raksha's demand. Roll join combat. That was called join battle. It used to be called join combat, I think. Two successes. All right. And Eve rolled seven successes. That gives us starting initiatives of ten for Eve, eight for Magenta Rain, and five for Aziza. The crowd erupts into cheers as Eve starts to move forward, sizing the two of you up. And Aziza, you can remember how Eve, not that long ago, told you that you would be useless in a combat situation. Mm Mm-hmm. That you would be the cleanup crew. And in that spirit, he is bearing down on you first. What weapon have you brought with you? My broom, of course. Alrighty. So he's taking this enormous slashing sword and bringing it down toward your your wooden broom, trying to break it. Mm-hmm. What is your defense? Uh, my defense is five. Perfect. So that's 11 successes. He rolled really well. What's your soak value? Five. All right. So your parry is, that's one extra die on his damage roll. So he's going to roll 12 dice of damage. That is seven successes on this damage, meaning that Aziza, you have been crashed. You are now at negative two initiative. And Eve gains not only the eight initiative from hitting you and dealing seven damage, but the five additional from crashing you. Oh, captain, my captain. He now has 23 initiative. Sorry, folks. As he does indeed swing his dow down across your broom, which you've braced to protect yourself, 
and it cuts right through it, sending splinters across the dust. You now have two halves of this broom in your hand, and it's Magenta Rain's turn. What do you do? I drop my weapons and run! No, I'm kidding. Magenta Rain, you no coward. Okay, so Magenta Rain is going to whip out her twin hook swords, and she is actually going to take them and ring them through the captain's sword because he has all of those rings in, so she's going to catch two of the rings, and then she is going to kick him. <laughs> all right, so use that force to smush him up. Yeah. All right, so take two extra dice to your roll. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, and he has an evasion score of four and a soak of four. So subtract one from your base damage and please roll that. Seven successes. So you gain eight initiative uh, from dealing that seven, bringing him down to 16 and you up to 16. You are now tied. Duke it, duke it, duke it out. And it is Aziza's turn. So you have been knocked off balance but you are not out of this fight yet by any means. Am I on the ground, I assumed? Uh, you're not on the ground. You just had your broom split, and you can still use it as your weapon. Um, you just have to adapt to this situation. If you don't act smart, you are going to be probably pretty well brutalized by Eve coming at you. All right. So Aziza is going to take his broom remnants and just throw them like um, those uh, those star knives, and he's just gonna both of them. Okay, perfect. So add two dice to your broom attack. Eleven successes. Holy guacamole! All right, his defense had been brought down to three. That gives you seven rollover successes. He has a soak value of four which means add three to the 12 that is your base damage. Roll 15 dice to Inger him. 10 successes. Nice. So he's now down to six initiative, and you jump up to nine initiative as you disorient him greatly when you throw these shards of wood at him. They land in his coat, tearing it open, and he looks down incredulous. Ray said I look smart in this coat. Uh. You never look smart. And that brings us to the top of the next round. At the top of the round, we now have a couple images of where all of our fighters are. Magenta Rain is bearing down on the captain, Eve, with her hook swords, having partially caught the, the weapon itself in the hooks of the sword. Um, so she kind of has control of his weapon. Aziza is over farther back with a handful of wood splinters ready to throw, and Eve is actively struggling against Magenta Rain, and it is in fact Magenta Rain's turn. What do you do? So Magenta Rain, who has the captain's sword in her hook swords, is actually going to jerk the sword closer to her to cause the captain to stumble. She's going to unhook the other of her swords, and she's going to flip it and attempt to slice his throat. Is that a decisive attack then? Initiative 16? Yep, that sounds like a decisive attack if you're trying to cut his throat open. I think we're going to go decisive. Cool, cool, cool. So it's um, a two-dot stunt for what you just did. So add two dice and an automatic success. And he has not actually had his turn again yet. So he's at a defensive two right now. One, two, three, four, five. 
All right. He only had a defense of two. You're making a decisive attack, so that's all you needed to clear it. Roll your 16 dice for damage. Eight successes! That BB did. So, you free your sword from the inside of the ring, and you draw your sword up, and the camera follows the slash, which creates a void, and from the opposite angle of your cut, we see the movement of grass and bushes as we cut in to Ashen Mask, who is now leaving the garden with the idol. Where are you heading now? Trying to make my way back how I came originally. Uh, It is a fair folk city, so obviously things aren't always going to remain the same way that they were to begin with, but he tried to map it out in his head to start with and just generally going in at least the direction he should be, if not the exact same path he was. Cool. So go ahead and make a difficulty three wits plus larceny roll to determine if you can make it back. All right. So seven successes on that. Perfect. Because of the way that you were attentive before and maybe also because of that strange flood of emotion and memory that you had before, you're able to make your way back to the dock with relative ease. You don't encounter anyone that you're not expecting to. You're able to duck away and hide with relative ease when you come across people you were expecting, and you arrive back at the docks to find the ship is still filled with the small men who stand on its deck, but Eve, Magenta Rain, and Aziza are gone. It looks as though whatever distraction they had cooked up while you slipped out was fruitful, perhaps too fruitful. As uh, Ashen Mask comes around the corner to come back to the docks, you can see the uh, the camera will follow him around the corner, and as he moves, his disguise bleeds away in flecks of essence that go around him until what was a otherworldly-looking fey creature slowly is revealed to just be Ashen Mask in his standard coat holding on to this uh, statue that he has now taken. And he looks around and quickly stuffs it within his large jacket before going up to one of the the little men at the dock. Uh, There were some people here. Did you happen to uh, see where they went? Oh, yeah. I remember those people. There was a little bit of an altercation. There was some fighting about some things. Um, about towers and their greatness, uh, about colors and the way that they operate. They've been taken to trial. Unfortunately, <laughs> real bummer for me because I was looking forward to that. Chances are I was going to end in trial by combat. But I'm out here working the docks. <laughs> don't have a chance to go enjoy myself for one day in my freaking life. Well, I mean, why don't you have a chance to enjoy yourself for one day in your freaking life? I mean, honestly, who's even stopping you from looking at that? Yeah! And then uh, that was just some guy walking around in the background eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that I have one shot. You've got one opportunity. This kind of opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Yeah. Don't miss your chance to blow! Oh, you'll make a convincing argument. You want to see some dudes fighting some other dudes? Who doesn't? So go ahead and make a manipulation plus socialize check against his resolve of two. Am I able to use my socialized specialty in what they want? Oh, yeah. 
Five successes. Okay. You got me. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's be bad. Yeah. Let's We're going to be, be naughty. And as the little man gets more and more excited, and you can see, like, little veins of electricity running through his hair as he gets excitable, we see you entering the hall. And it is made of the same crystalline structure that the rest of the city is made of. And at the end of this hall is a large doorway. It doesn't look, based on what you know about architecture, like this would lead to any sort of space where conceivably people could fight. There's no architectural tells that this is about to open up. The building you went into didn't look like it had the capacity to hold something like a fighting arena. But as you pass through this door, you are in the stands and the sun is bright. It is, is not filled with the duskish hues that permeated the rest of the city. It is hot and sweat and dust fill the air. You are surrounded by scores of little men who stand in the audience, chanting and cheering and stomping their feet. You see looming above the stadium in a single floating tower parapet, the three Raksha who brought you here. And as you enter, the crowd goes silent for a second. You see magenta rain has control over Eve. She unhooks her sword from the ring of his blade and slashes him across the throat as the crowd goes absolutely wild with his blood spraying across the dirt. What do you do? Seeing the uh, murder take place just directly in front of him as he opens a door is not something that Ashen Mask was particularly prepared for. So as he goes into this room and sees that his yell is almost lost in the crowd's yell as a cheer <laughs> yeah like most people probably wouldn't even be able to tell that him going what is actually him being surprised and a little creeped out rather than like cheering on what's going on mm -hmm. he rushes to the edge and tries to get the eye of aziza since Clearly, Magenta Rain has gone mad. <laughs> All right. What is it that you're doing to try to get the eye of Aziza? Uh, Ashmas runs to the edge and is trying to wave and stand out, being that he's not a little man, <laughs> and hope that that helps him stand out in the crowd and just opens his jacket a little bit to show where the idol is and starts pointing at it uh, furiously and making gestures to get the hell out of here. All right. So I'm going to call that a charisma plus pl pleasance, a charisma plus <laughs> presence roll. I'll give you a one dot stun for that. So add two dice. And I think that with the clangor of the crowd, with seeing the captain murdered in front of him, Aziza probably has his attention quite heavily drawn to what's going on. So I'm going to call this a difficulty four if you want to spend anything on this. Uh, I still have Harmonious Presence up from before. Good. So that's another three. Uh, I think I'm going to toss just another two at it. Sounds good. Seven. As you look up from seeing Eve being killed, Aziza... The crowd cheers, and they're starting to stomp their feet, and all of the little men are shouting, Kill him next! Kill him next! Kill him next! 
and through the throngs of people shouting for your demise, Aziza, you see Ashen Mask pour forward larger than these shouting men, pointing aggressively to his jacket, telling you it's time to go. What do you do? Aziza is just horrified. All the while, he's still wearing his apron from being on the ship and cooking and stuff. And he's just like, obviously not well equipped for any any more fighting to go on. This is not his forte. Maybe on the ship every once in a while, he'll be able to swing a barrel at someone when someone tries to like raid the ship or something, but he's never really been in combat. When he looks over to Ashen Mask, he kind of like looks at Magenta Rain and then realizes, you know, uh, you know, like trying to get her attention because he knew that she had to make the decision she did in order to save them. But has she changed at all? Was it just, is she like in manic mode or anything? So I will remind you that you've both been affected uh-huh. by Sonata's magic. Okay. You have both been convinced that it is a good and right thing, that this is how justice is to be dispensed. This is how you prove that you are right ah. about the towers. Mm. The towers, it's so important. So... Aziz is just going to run for Ashen Mask because he doesn't want to be next. If that's how they do justice, that's that's obvious that he is the low on the totem pole without a broom. Okay, so this is a fight just between you and Magenta Rain. Mm-hmm. You will need to spend the three willpower to break its hold over you. Okay. In order to escape yep. the pull of bloodlust. Yep, that's fine. Cool. I actually think that this should be modeled as an attempt to disengage yeah. so you need to roll dexterity okay plus dodge okay contested by magenta rain's dexterity plus athletics okay and i don't be have... against my something else because i'm pretty good at that and i don't think <laughs> i don't have anything to spend that's all right we'll see what i happens. mean as you see this happening you can also take this moment to realize and break the curse yourself or you can let Aziza, try to run. But all I ever wanted was him dead and his head resting on a plaque above my bed. All right. Oh, no. Guess who got zero successes? It was me. I got zero successes. Zero successes. Kill me. All right. Well, time to contest that. Four. Okay. So you manage to keep right behind Aziza as he is running for Ashen Mask. You see, as you're trying to figure out what Aziza is doing, where he is running, you see Ashen Mask, and you hear peeling out over the audience the sound of Sonata who says, If you try to run, you are not going to enjoy the predicament that you find yourself in. Not only will you prove that you are wrong about your towers, you will find yourself in much more pain than if you had simply submitted to the ways of our justice. Aziza gives the finger. All right. Ashen Mask, as Aziza is running towards you and is being harried by Magenta Rain, and you hear the voice of Sonata condemn Aziza to certain violence if he continues on this path. 
What do you do? Ash Mask looks around and is attempting to find the best exit path that he can that he'd be able to drag people through. (laughs) Is there anything nearby? Drag people through in the sense of like grabbing them by the arms and like pulling them or knocking them unconscious and then scooping the bodies up. I mean, either way, really. (laughs) So there is on either side of the Colosseum in the sort of classic tradition, like a sloping ramp into the pits below. If you wanted to clamber into the arena or you could try to cut a swath through the small men and come back out the way you came. Oh, neither one of those sounds particularly uh, like a great plan. I mean, did you have anything in mind? <laughs> no. Uh, is there is there a window here? <laughs> On the tower, actually, there are some windows. It is floating, yes, but not very high. Just enough to give you the sense that this thing is special. So probably about one story up, the tower itself actually starts, and there are windows in there. You might be able to do something with them. All right. Uh, as Aziza's running towards Ashen Mask, he is going to take the gold chakram out and hold it down towards the pit, basically as a way for Aziza to grab onto something to get out, and then throw it Towards the window, shattering the glass and bringing it back to him. So, first and foremost, at this point, I think it's important that you roll join battle. Yeah, probably. Joining battle with a five. So an eight altogether. So we are at the top of the round. Eve is dead. Aziza, you still have nine initiative. Okay. So you can try to close this gap and grab that chakram before he throws it. Mm Mm-hmm. What do I roll? (laughs) Run? You will actually try to make another disengage against Magenta Rain. Aziza hears Magenta Rain running after him, and with the chanting of, kill him next, kill him next, he is feeling like a deer or a rabbit, you know, being hunted down, and he feels just like really small in this arena even though everyone's shorter than him besides magenta rain and he kind of realizes that uh he is indeed the last of his family and he wants to write down his tradition somewhere before he dies so he is just gonna shit his pants a little bit gives him an extra boost of wind and gusto and he just sprints right for ash and mask looking at that face and just come to papa all righty uh so i'll give you we're only supposed to have one of these over the course of the thing you invoked a lot of stuff that we've built up about your character go ahead and take a three dot stunt that's two automatic successes and two extra dice you also regain two points of willpower bam that is five successes all righty contest that magenta rain so magenta rain sees you trying to make a run for it and drops her arms into like a super fast like swinging motion to help her hurry on after mm-hmm. you and she shouts what about my tower four so aziza grabs onto this chakram as magenta rain 
essentially comes down with two slashes downward, like right where you were as you jump, and it's Ashen Mask's turn. I am presuming you're going to fling this thing following that momentum. Yeah. As he pulls the chakram up and pulling up Aziza with it, he spins to sort of grab Aziza by the collar, helps him up, and as he's spinning, uses the other hand to throw the chakram up as it smashes into the glass and then bounces off of the side of the window, coming back into his hand. So I'm going to say that this is at long distance, and because it's a relatively small window, you have to beat five with your withering attack to break it. All right. I got to spend some essence because normally I can't throw at long range. Yep. And you will also get a one dot stun. So add two dice. I'm going to throw even more essence at this. Not a bad idea. The nice thing about being a nightcast is I can use my peripheral essence and not show it. <laughs> wow. All right. That is two, four, six, seven, eight. It's my understanding that right now, essentially, you've got Aziza in one arm, the Chakram in the other, and you are going to end this throw the way you essentially started it, with Aziza on one side, the Chakram in the other hand, yes? Yes. Perfect. So, we see the golden shining arc of the Chakram shatter the window, bounce off, and come land in your hand, and as you turn, like looking as you grab your Chakram... Right behind Magenta Rain, Sonata is standing now, menacing all of you. I thought that I told you what the consequences would be for your flight. And it's Magenta Rain's turn, and then after the end of this round, he is going to roll join combat. So Magenta Rain is, upon hearing the sound of Sonata's voice kind of coming level with her, is actually going to turn on him because he has entered the arena, and she's going to point one of her hooked swords at him and ask, which tower do you think is the tallest tower? That is a simple question to answer. It is our tower. Your tower isn't the tallest tower. Have you seen the perfect tower? You leave me no choice. I was looking forward to eating you. It appears I must simply debase myself by slaying you. I'ma eat you after I slay you. That's what's gonna happen, you and your stupid tower. It's so damn short, you can't see it from anywhere. You have to be right on top of that damn stupid little tiny tower. The baby tower is taller than your stupid tower. Yeah. And Magenta Rain is gonna try and attack. All right, so before you attack, we need to establish where he falls in the flow of combat. So when you attack him, it means something. So he is at four initiative. Uh, go ahead and make your attack. Four successes. He has an evasion score of five. Woohoo! So you leap forward, swinging at him, and he graciously sidesteps it as he reaches into his robes and pulls out two shimmering kukri and prepares to make a move on you. So we are now at the top of the round. Aziza and Ashen Masks are in the stands. The little men that surround you appear to be bristling at your presence here. You're supposed to be down there, fighting, not here, breaking windows. Magenta Rain has just turned and is a grieving Sonata, 
who has just pulled his knives out and is looking ready to poke as many holes as he can in the ship's first mate. Nay, now it's Captain. Aziza, you're at the top of the round. What are you going to do? In this stance, is there only, like, from this area, is there only one way in, one way out, basically the way the Ashen Mask came in? I'm, there are several doors that ring the mm. top of the stand, but there's not, like, any mid-level exits. Mm-hmm. And then there's the hole in the tower. Hey! hey thank you for grabbing me. Yeah, she we was gotta get the kill. hell out of here. Let's go. I don't know, uh, that window you broke, uh, sh- should we try it? Yeah, don't worry. I got this. And <laughs> with that, is there still the weapons lining the arena as well? Yes. He reaches down into the weapons and uh, finds one of those gladiatorial nets mm-hmm. and a bola and basically ties them together and throws it up there <laughs> as a way to at least get Aziza to be able to climb up it. Because he is now running on the tops of all of the little men's heads. Cool. <laughs> he, he has activated his graceful crane and he is just running on ooh, ow, anything ee, he wants. Ooh, ah, ooh, ow. Hey, Gabe, I'm trying to be here. What are you doing? I'm going to say that based on the fact that you're able to make that work with your chakram and shattered the glass before, you aren't going to need to make a, a check to throw that again. You've proven that you have the capability to do that. Aziza, you're going to need to make a dexterity plus athletics roll in order to close the distance, and then on your next turn, you will be able to start climbing. Okay. As Ashen Mask this turn essentially does the same thing, but he's bouncing on top of the little men's head, so he doesn't actually have to worry about balancing, coordinating his way. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Five successes. So, I'm imagining that A lot of this is sort of like animated flailing and pushing as you are just knocking small men out of the way on your tear toward the tower. Does that sound accurate? Uh, absolutely. Perfect. And you flail and you flail and you struggle and then you catch a handful of rope. And as you catch that handful of rope, you see that Ashen Mask has already arrived at the last of the small men and is taking a springing leap toward the tower that is both of your turns i would imagine and as we cut back to sonata he looks at magenta rain and he looks at ashen mask and he looks at aziza and he pauses he has decided perhaps magenta rain isn't the best place to spend his time right now i'm afraid that i cannot allow you to leave the area Oh, no, you don't. Sir, you who has thrown the rope, what is your opinion on the tallest tower in all of creation? I don't care about his opinion on the tower. I do. I don't care what you care about. You think your tower is the tallest, and it's not. The only thing that's going to be taller than your tower is your head once I've lopped it off your shoulders. That literally makes no sense, and I am a creature of abstract thought and being. (laughs) Sir, your opinion on the tower, please. Yeah, I got a tower you can sit on. (laughs) With that, he moves his eyes from Aziza. Like, we are actually seeing in the camera, like, we've seen the knife go from looking over magenta rain to hovering ready to be thrown at aziza 
and then it snaps towards Ashen Mask as he is making this leap, and the Kukri goes flying in his direction. What is your defense? My base evasion is four. He's going to be rolling 11 dice. Would you like to bolster that in any way? I would love to. (laughs) All right, let's uh, bump that evasion up to a seven. And this is the first time uh, that Ashen Mask has spent peripheral without dampening his expenditure. So just this faint glimmer of essence has started to coalesce around him. Good thing you made that exact expenditure because he got six successes. <laughs> you just manage to carry your momentum forward as the knife passes right, I'm going to say, in front of the glimmer that is emerging on your forehead. The golden sunlight intermingles with the iridescence of the blade, which lands, unfortunately, in the forehead of one of the small men in the audience. (laughs) So, you're going to play hard to get. Fair enough, we will resolve this. And it's Magenta Rain's turn. What do you do? You know, attacking him did not work very well last time, but Magenta Rain is doubly offended, and so she's going to go for him again. And so, this time, she is going to... First, like, kind of shing her swords together, and so they make that nice sound of metal scraping metal. And then she is going to go wide with her swords and kind of cross them together in an attempt to just cut any bit of him. Okay, so take two dice and add that to your withering. Still not enough, but four. Yeah, his evasion continues to be five. He leans back into a an awkward arch as your swords pass over him. He dodges out of the way and sweeps up, standing much farther away from you than it seems like he should have. He is about closed half the distance to the rope as we come to the top of the next round. It is Aziza's turn. The small men at this point are actively aggravated. They are starting to try to climb up the tower themselves and tear you down. You've killed one of them after all. What do you do? Um, I mean, am I climbing up this rope yet? Yeah, you will have to make a dexterity plus athletics check yes. at a difficulty four to make it to the top of the tower. Okie dokie. Those little men are yanking that rope trying to pull you down. Okay. Six successes. Nice. So you clamber into the roof. You fall through the window and... Definitely before Aziza makes it through the window, he looks at uh, everyone in the arena and just gives them a big middle finger and then just leaves. (laughs) All right. And as you pop onto the other side of this window... We just see your form vanish. It's Ashen Mask's turn. What will you do? Ashen Mask is going to use his ability to monkey leap so that he can just essentially fly over the heads of these guys Ooh-ha! without having to worry about it. Like Zaboomafu. And uh, just at- like Zaboomafu. <laughs> <laughs> In no way dissimilar. <laughs> 
Uh, when he reaches the lip of the window, though, he's going to spin around and throw his chakram down and uh, try to give a parting gift to the fair folk, and he'll make a decisive attack to just... He doubts it'll kill him, but just trying to give a a good solid blow to the head of this fair folk. Perfect. Go ahead and roll that. Uh, take two extra dice. His evasion is now four from onslaught penalties. Uh, tw- Twelve successes. Oh man, do you have any charms to make that mean anything? <laughs> I really wish I did. <sighs> All right, well, you have eight dice on this decisive attack. That actually does hurt me a little bit. No, right, <laughs> it hits me right in the min-max. <laughs> All right, so three successes on the damage. <laughs> and uh, I'll go ahead and spend to make that a joint wounding attack. So with these three health levels, it's minus three to all of his actions now. So the Chakram will actually uh, hit him in the head, bounce to the ground, slam him through the knee on the way back as it bounces into the hand of Ashen Mask. All right. So yeah, you can see from the back of his head and from his knee, Icker is starting to pour out his stance is weakened. You have filled all of his minus one health boxes. He buckles a little bit and says, Never mind them, then. I'll deal with you. They can come next. As we see what waits for Ashen Mask and Aziza beyond the window of the tower. It looks before Ashen Mask and Aziza both leaped in that there was just a, a landing there. Just a relatively plain room with a table and some art evades. But as you leap through, and this is probably why you didn't in fact see Aziza on the other side of it, you find yourselves careening from the highest point in this hidden city. Below you, you can see the airship and the lotus on which the fair folk floated you back, wheeling with your arms splayed and your legs turning. The two of you are heading for a collision with the ground below. Mm-hmm.